You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by Father Greg Hammond, and we are glad to be with you. We are glad to have you listening. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. You can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, including Real Presence Live, which you're listening to this morning. You can also submit a prayer intention and see the latest uh, information and news across our local diocese. So again, be sure to check it out at realpresenceradio.com. And we have uh, another guest on the line this morning as we continue to uh, go along uh, with our show here at the top of the second hour is Father Neil Pfeiffer of the Diocese of Fargo. And uh, we've got a special celebration coming up here in the diocese, which Father will tell us a little more about. Uh, but I'll kick it over to you, Father Hammond, and maybe you tell us a little bit about what he's going to be talking about. Well, we've got uh, the third annual a rural life celebration coming up uh, in just a few weeks. It's being hosted outside of Napoleon there. Father Pfeiffer uh, opened up his parish to um, to be the host for that. It's something uh, pretty new in our diocese. Like I said, it's only the third one um, that uh, Bishop Folda has celebrated just to help bring kind of a renewal to that idea of of our closeness with the with 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 the earth and that call to be uh, stewards of the of, of the land that call first given to Adam and Eve, but uh, something that's so um, like relatable to to us in a rural diocese. Like we have people very close to the land, whether they actually till and cultivate the land themselves. If even if they don't, they're driving by uh, fields and seeing the the, the fruits um, or where their food comes from. And so we just have a such a culture here that's so agriculturally related. So Bishop Folder is trying to help uh, nurture that, uh, not only awareness, but that spirituality as well. So Father Pfeiffer gets to be the host for that, uh, generously opening up his parish to, uh, to members of the diocese. And as we mentioned, we do have Father Pfeiffer on the phone this morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning. How are you today? I am lovely. Good, good. How are you? I'm doing good, great. Father Hammond. Yeah, great. Beautiful morning. <laughs> it is a beautiful good, morning. Good. How is uh, talk talk about beauty of life in Napoleon, North Dakota? Beauty of life in Napoleon, you know, Napoleon is an agricultural center here in the west side of the diocese, bordering um, I'm only eight miles off the Bismarck diocese, and uh, you know our community thrives on agriculture, and oftentimes I remind our parishioners, our stewards, that we need to continue to pray for our farmers and ranchers because if the farmers and ranchers do not have money, the community suffers. Because our whole community and a lot of people, um, I find, like in, in you know other cities, think that milk comes from the grocery store, that the bread comes from the grocery store. No, it comes from the farmer who works the land. And I think it's an interesting fact as a farmer that, uh, you know, you can put all your money and your expenses into seed and chemicals and fertilizer, and if you get hailed out the day before your harvest, you come up empty. So the farming industry really is a gamble in many ways. And, you know, I thank God because we would not have food if it wasn't for our farmers. And I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, we uh, sometimes can forget how much uh, 
farming and uh, uh, farming and ranching, they are really acts of faith in a lot of ways. You put the seed in the ground and you uh, you trust that it's going to grow because it's grown many other times. But like you said, you can you can watch a crop grow uh, perfectly and beautifully, and you can see a harvest that is perhaps abundant. And then with uh, just the the changing circumstances of a day, you can see it go from being something beautiful and ripe and and then devastated in just in just moments. And so uh, all of us have acts of faith that we need to make in our lives and uh, with uh, the, the jobs that we have. But but uh, farming and ranching can have uh, really unique ways that it stretches uh, uh, a person to trust in the providence of the Lord. How long have you been the pastor down there in, Le- in Napoleon now? Um, I'm starting four years. Four I'll be years. starting four years this week. So um, getting out here, getting to the farms, you know, I, I was a farm boy myself. So growing up on the farm, I do miss the spring's work. I do miss the harvest. Mm. And um, obviously getting out on the combines and on the tractors. And also the grain cart from time to time is something I really enjoy. You do that with you know, your parishioners? Yeah. It's uh, a break to get out of the office. It's a break to... Uh, and parishioners really love when you come out. I'm a little bit reluctant running a piece of machinery that's a quarter million dollars. <laughs> yeah, have they ever thrown you the keys? And break down. But they, they have great trust and confidence in me, and you know, I have great trust and confidence in them. And it's beautiful how God continues to provide for all of our needs. They throw you the keys sometimes and tell you to, to get out in the field? No, not, not throw the keys, but uh, get up and get going. <laughs> And I, I love that. I love that because it gives me a different dynamic and it brings me back. And I, I see how far farming has come since the days that I farmed. Hmm. Now, basically, it's like playing a video game and everything's on a joystick. You don't even have to steer the steering wheel anymore. Well, I mean, when you're combining the, 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 you know, the autopilot is what I call it. I know it's not the right word, but the, um, it takes you down the field and at the end of the row at the beach. And it's like, holy cow, this is really simple. <laughs> farming and technology has come a long way for our farmers and ranchers. Well, Father Pfeiffer, prior to your time in Napoleon, you were at uh, St. Michael's in Grand Forks for a number of Holy years. Holy Spirit in Fargo. Oh, Holy Spirit in Fargo, and then prior to that, you were at St. Michael's in Grand Forks. So two relatively city parishes, at least in, in terms of the Diocese of Fargo, the kind of parishes that we have. Uh, and then you went out to a, a very rural parish. Like, what, what's the, the kind of the difference in faith? Do you see differences in... Um, what the way faith looks in a, well, a city or an urban versus a rural parish. I know out here, faith and family, I, I know will go hand in hand, and I'm very, very blessed to be out here in Napoleon. Um, you know, the, the amount of people that come to Mass, the amount of people that still have faith. We do rotation days every year, which is for farmers, and to see how full the Church gets on those three mm. days of prayer leading up to the Ascension, I find that the preaching is different. That's one of the big differences, because I believe out here that people have faith, and I believe I'm not saying people in the cities don't have faith. They are so busy that they sometimes forget what is important. And I notice that the farmers and the ranchers really have that, at least in my experience where I'm stationed here. Because when, you, when, you, when you're preaching, um, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to take them deeper. You're trying to take them deeper, whereas you're just trying to win souls is what I found in the big parishes. Because many people are drifting, many people, you know, you, you, you were in Grand Forks yourself, Father Hammond, and mm-hmm. you know how many people would play soccer and hockey on Sunday and Saturday, and it would drive me crazy. It's just like, where's the time for God? And that's where I believe farmers have that faith in God, because they wouldn't be in the business that they're in 
if they did not have that solid faith already. Mm. Yeah. If you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Father Neil Pfeiffer of the Diocese of Fargo. He's the pastor in Napoleon, North Dakota, and we're talking about the beauty of rural life and, and soon we'll transition into rural life celebration, I believe, coming up after the break. Father, uh, one of the things that comes to mind is uh, is priority as you speak. Um, I, I don't farm, but I do live in the country, and I noticed once I li- moved to the country, things just seemed... It's, it's hard work. There's a lot of work, but things seem to slow down a little bit, and you just kind of take... Uh, account and, and some time to reflect on on things that matter most. Can can you talk about that aspect of of rural life and, and country living? Well, in that aspect, you know, on rural life, what happens is if we don't have food on our table and a roof over our head, we're just running around like chickens with our head cut off. And I think sometimes we can get caught up in that mentality. We get so busy that we fail to forget what is important, what is front and center. And obviously, you know, our faith in God is to be our priority, because our Lord in the Gospel says, the first of all the commandments is to love the Lord your God. The Lord our God is where our land, our pasture, all of creation comes from. And when we fail to offer Him justice to gather as a family to say thank you, that is an act of justice. It is our duty, because, you know, every farmer will tell you that their land, their soil, their seed is a gift from the Heavenly Father. And I think sometimes when, I'm not saying that people in tendency in the cities overlook that, I think there's a different dimension. We got to do this, we got to do that, we got to hurry up and get our kids here, we got to go do that. And I find that a lot of times that the busyness, the faith is suffocated. It's like the candle of faith, the, the candle is barely flickering, but it's still there. And that's where I think the difference in preaching from a city to the rural life really takes place, because out here, the flame is here. Mm-hmm. You know, we have over 90% of our prisoners back because of COVID already. I'm very grateful, because they take their faith in God serious. It's a priority for the, the family. The families come together, and, you know, I've had to add two extra masses out here to accommodate my people with all of our restrictions. I'm happy to do that for them, just because they are living the faith. Yeah, and I think, too, uh, you know, we talk about rural life. It, it, it it really is a gift. We have a couple minutes here before break, uh, but it really is a gift. Uh, I, I think we're very fortunate in, in the upper Midwest here to be able to avoid, uh, although we do have some issues, but a lot of the major issues that are happening in some of those huge cities we see across our nation. Talk about the gift and, and really, um, I, I think, a responsibility that we've been entrusted with, Father, in, in having rural life, in, in being able to work the land and encounter God in a, in a real way way that maybe some other people don't have the opportunity? You know, I think it's important because no matter what profession we do, we're called to cooperate with God, whether it's a doctor or a nurse or a lawyer or a teacher or a coach or whatever aspect, you know, just a common business person. We labor with God, but I think the one difference that Father Hammond had mentioned earlier is when God gives you the seed, the seed is planted. You're not guaranteed a return. You stuck all your money in, you stuck all your chemical in, and the idea is the fruitfulness that that comes from working the land. And I think because of that, people have that deeper faith. Not saying because of that alone, but they are aware. There's an awareness of the priority. Again, that word priority comes back. Because of our priorities not in God, where do we have our priorities? Everything we have, everything we are is a gift from God. And I think in the real life, that is what we celebrate the most. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to talk about a special celebration coming up here in the Diocese of Fargo uh, coming up on July 12th. That's a Sunday at 1.30 near Napoleon. Uh, that'll be a discussion that we have right after the break as we continue on Real Presence Live with Father Neil Pfeiffer. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by Father Greg Hammond, and we'll see you on the other side of the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and spiritual services. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about our special offering when you sign a lease in June. 701-237-4700 or homeishere.org. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com. So I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. I chose Mount Marty over at State School because of the small classroom sizes and because of the small faculty to student ratio. I want to be able to develop a relationship with my professors and not just be a number on the wall. Hello, my name is Mitchell Lahneman. I'm a junior at Mount Marty College and I'm originally from Adrian, Minnesota. You can really develop relationships with your professors and Mount Marty offers lots of opportunities such as leadership positions and different clubs and activities to participate in. Mount Marty College, experience the momentum. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live here on Real Presence Radio. I'm one of your hosts this morning, Brandon Clark, joined by Father Greg Hammond. And we are celebrating the beauty of rural life in this segment as we visit with Father Neil Pfeiffer of the Diocese of Fargo. And Father, uh, welcome back. Thanks for staying with us over the break. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. So we want to transition now into talking about a specific celebration. Uh, Before we get there, though, let's just talk about why? Why should we celebrate rural life? What sticks out to you about rural life as something to celebrate, whether you live rurally or whether you live in an urban area? Because when we celebrate rural life, we're really celebrating God and the act of creation of God. And I think sometimes we think we can create everything on our own. But when we celebrate rural life, we're dependent upon God for weather. We're dependent upon God for a harvest. And when we're dependent upon God, I believe... That stewardship takes its shape. 
we re- realize everything we have is a gift, therefore we return our gift to others. And I think this thing that Bishop Fulda has put together three years ago is really celebrating the success of the land. And really as an act of thanksgiving to God for all the benefits that he has given to us. And I think it's very important because as we celebrate rural life, we start to realize that God is the author. And in all things, we can be grateful whether we're on the farm in rural life, whether we're in an uh, industry, whether we're in a factory. In all things, we can be grateful to God because we're grateful for our farmers, we're grateful for our ranchers, our doctors, our nurses, our parishes, our communities. But most of all, it's a gathering together for the love of Christ that brings life to all of it, because he is the author. And that's why the fire of faith on the farm is so beautiful. Our Lord wills it, and in all circumstances, he is present. Well, you mentioned before the uh, commemoration of Rogation Days that you lead in your parish leading up to the Feast of the Ascension, this uh, period of days where we uh, we pray, we intercede for God's care during for our crops during this, the more or less, the time of planting, kind of late spring, uh, when we're putting our crops into the ground and kind of entrusting their care to Him as the summer unfolds. But then, uh, so we we plead for his his help. We 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 come to him with faith, asking or trusting that he will provide. But then also we turn around to him with gratitude when we see him, in fact, providing uh, as the the season goes on. Even though sometimes, like you mentioned before, uh, hail damage comes or one or another thing happens that uh, maybe keeps our harvest from being as plentiful as maybe we would have wanted, but we receive the gifts. We try to have the eyes to see, the eyes of faith to see uh, the gift, however it is that the Lord is presenting it to us. So we have this balance of of, of asking, interceding, entrusting our concerns to the Lord, but then also telling him thank you, having gratitude for, um, expressing gratitude when we see him provide for us in the ways that he does. Uh, so can you tell us more about this specific way that we are uh, getting ready to to thank the Lord for His gifts with this rural life celebration coming up in your parish. Well, I think I think you mentioned something very important that you just said about rotation days because we need adequate sun, we need adequate moisture, we need adequate everything, and God provides. As we said in this rural life celebration that we are hosting, is going to take place at the home of uh, the farm of Frank and Helen Brown, three miles north of Napoleon on Highway Three. So yesterday I drove Highway 3 all the way down from Rugby down to Napoleon. You know, you have Highway all the way down, even if you're coming through Harvey or Dunseith. There's Highway all the way down, and if you're coming on the interstates, we invite the folks who are listening in from Bismarck as well to come join us. Mm. It's not just our diocese. We invite anybody who wants to come, who wants to come to celebrate rural life with us, to come to this day on July 12th. Bishop Fulda will be here and he will celebrate a Mass. But the gathering starts at about 1.30, where we do an official welcome, and, you know, at 1.45, Bishop will be there to bless the land, to bless the machinery, and all the animals that are on the farm as well. And we invite you, as we bless that, if you want soil or seeds that you want blessed by the Bishop, we invite you to bring that. And that's one of the two of the things that we do during Rogation Days. We bless the soil, and we bless the seed. And the soil that's blessed is dispersed amongst many fields by many farmers. Same with the seeds, whether it's for the garden, whether it's for the crops, whether it's for the pasture. 
So again, you can be a part of this, asking God's blessings through the bishop upon the seeds that you bring. At 2 p.m., we'll have our Mass for the day. That Mass um, will be for that Sunday, that particular Sunday. And uh, this year, that Sunday, is going to be the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. That fulfills your Mass duty, so if you want to get out and go for a drive, and you're listening from up north by Devil's Lake, or even over by Grand Forks, or over by Wapiton or Fargo, or Castleton, wherever, you're welcome to join us. You may be listening in from Dickinson or Bismarck. You just want to come to Napoleon, we're only 75 miles southeast of Bismarck, 75 miles southwest of Jamestown. It'd be a nice little trip. After the Mass at 2 o'clock that day, we're going to do a Eucharistic procession through the farm. You know, asking again God's special favors, God's special graces, God's special blessings upon us. After the Eucharistic procession, we will have a meal, a good old German homestyle Napoleon mm. cooked meal. Nefla and kraut, uh, Napoleon sausage, <laughs> German potato salad. My goodness, if you're not dripping and drooling from the tongue already, we have to wake up. <laughs> Quite a salesman. The ladies, here, the ladies here, every funeral and wedding go above and beyond. And they are excited. Whenever an event like this comes to a small community, they are excited because they do what they do best. They serve. Mm. They love to serve. They love hospitality. They love to accommodate and the ladies of our parish, and also our Knights of Columbus, I can't just say ladies, our Knights of Columbus are gearing up for this as well. So, um, and also, during the meal, while people are eating, we'll have accordion music playing in the background, so it's a German-type setting. But there's a lot of games for the kids going to be coming. I believe they're setting up a volleyball court. There's going to be um, a cornhole tournament. There's going to be horse and buggy rides. There's going to be a petting zoo. <laughs> Maybe you've wow. had kids who've never been by a farm before. We want this opportunity to bring awareness that these creatures that God made as animals that we look to to provide for our needs, whether it be the horse, whether it be the pig or the goat or the milk cow. And we're still even trying to get one of the farmers, we don't know if this is possible yet, to bring uh, by some milk cows to give uh, how milk cows are milked, to help us to understand that beauty, that dignity of the land that God has provided for us. Now, here's the, here's the big thing I want you to hear, guys. The event is free. We don't charge anybody anything for coming. And this farm that we have picked, if the weather, if it's a 50-mile-an-hour wind like we had last week, or a downpouring rain, we have a shop big enough that is air-conditioned inside. If there is inclement weather, we'll move everything inside if we need to. And that's one of the beauties of this farm, because there's plenty of parking and spacious Again, it's only three miles north of Napoleon at the home of Frank and Helen Brown. Hmm. Wow. That sounds like all we ask you to bring is a lawn chair or a blanket to sit on if the mass is outside. And if you want to bring a small container of soil or seed to be blessed by the bishop, you're welcome to do that. That sounds like a great opportunity, a great family opportunity, Father. And, you know, as, as you're, you're sitting, you're talking about the horse and buggy rides and the, the kids' games and the, the petting zoo, everything like that. It just, you know, family comes to mind. Uh, we, even when you talk about hospitality, the nephla, the kraut, the sausage, the tato salad, you know, um, and we've been talking a lot about, you know, the, the faith of rural life and the hospitality, but it really comes back to the family. And, you know, we see in our culture today, the family is just under attack, right? If there's one thing the culture wants to attack, it's the family. Talk about the beauty of family and how family, the family element will be displayed at the celebration. 
Well, the family elements, I just want to yeah, piggyback off what you just said. St. Lucia, who is one of the children at Fatima, said that the last great assault that Satan's going to throw against humanity is an attack against marriage and family. You be the judge of our living in it and how the importance of the family staying together right now is so obvious. And that's why, you know, with the kids' games, you know, we're talking possibly maybe even using a youth choir, using our adult choir, getting different people involved. Because, you know, everybody, the church is everybody's home. It's not just for the elderly. It's not just for the priests and the sisters. The church is everybody's home, and this is where the family should feel safe and comfortable coming into the presence of God, and that's why getting different volunteers, even to serve the tables, like our youth group. You know, getting them involved, helping out, pitching in, and whether it's just even picking up a few garbage bags and getting them to a dumpster. Many hands make less work, and that's why it's not dependent upon one or two individuals. It is our parish who's putting this on. It is our community who is hosting. We are one family, and we belong to God. I appreciated what you said, too, uh, pointing out that this is not just a celebration for people who are already farmers or ranchers or who already live in small rural communities, but this is something that is very... Uh, not only open and inviting, but uh, but really encouraged for people who maybe live in in Bismarck, even in the Bismarck Diocese or in Fargo, and who might not be necessarily too connected themselves to working the land or an agricultural sort of, of profession. But nonetheless, it's a celebration for them to be able to come out and um, just be uh, maybe renewed in their own experience and their own recognition of the way we all do depend upon uh, not only farmers, but what the farmers themselves depend upon, the the providence of God, and uh, just the way that we see the just that care of, of the Lord as he renews his blessings every year through the, through the crops, uh, and we receive those blessings as they come to us, and just the blessing of the beauty of, of some rolling land and some uh, some wheat crops that are starting to turn amber at that time, and and the the corn that's getting over knee high after the Fourth of July a little, a little bit, and uh, and all of those things. It's it's something that whether we are living a rural life or we're living more of an urban life, just can be so uh, so enriching for the heart and for the soul. Absolutely, and you got to realize that we're only eight miles off the diocese of Bismarck, so my closest parish is Hazelton. Mm. You know, we have Hazelton, Linton, and Braddock. You're listening over there, folks. You're invited. We've advertised in your bulletins. We've advertised. And I want you to come to this because in Bismarck, you may have to drive all the way up to the Crosby, which is forever a drive, just like for us to drive to Grafton. Right. And the diocese are big, and that's why spreading it out is so important. Yeah. And for those of you that are listening, i got one last thing I know as we're winding up here. If you really want to watch it, Beck TV is going to be coming on site for the farm. And I'm hoping Real Presence Radio will be there as well. Back TV is going to have everything live. That's how excited the community of Steel is about this, where they are headquarters. So if you can't make it that day and you still want to join, it will be on Back Live on TV. And Real Presence Radio is still invited. I'm not sure if they're coming, but it would be awesome to have everybody because making this a family event. 
Father, thanks so much for being on with us. Again, the Rural Life Celebration is Sunday, July 12th at 1.30 at the farm of Frank and Helen Brown, which is about three miles from Napoleon. And you can find more details on the Diocese of Fargo website, fargodiocese.org slash rural dash life. That's fargodiocese.org slash rural dot, or excuse me, slash rural dash life. Thanks again, Father. Appreciate your time this morning. Absolutely. It's great, great to be you, with Father both Piper. of you. All right, when we return, we're visiting with the shepherd of the Diocese of Fargo, Bishop John Folda, talking about staying peaceful in this time of chaos, everything happening around us. We're going to talk about uh, the providence of God and encountering Him, even when things are hectic around us. That's next, when Real Presence Live continues. <laughs> 